0: Welcome to the Wayne Sidebar, a place where you can get current events, daily events, inspiration, and sometimes just me ranting. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's go get it. Yo, what's up, sidebar listeners? Happy Monday. It's August the 12th, 2019. And man, uh, eventful weekend. Uh, As you can hear, I am back home. I am on a microphone, my brand new microphone uh, that came in on, I think it was Saturday. So I'm happy that I'm back up and running. I was so nervous about breaking my other microphone. Um, Some people ask me about um, hardware as far as what I use. And this microphone, I swear by y'all, if you're thinking about podcasting, this is the best bang for the buck. I mean, of course, you would want a uh, uh, what's the joint? The sure, the sure, uh, um, I an S S B, yeah, S B seven or yeah, S B seven or S seven. I forgot. I used to chase it. It used to be what I wanted. You know, you saw it on TV. You saw it on Hot 97, Seven. You saw all the professionals using that joint. Um, but it's like five hundred dollars, and then it's a actual uh, XLR. And so you need like extra stuff to hook it up to your laptop and, you know, um, there's different converters and stuff that costs even more money. So you're looking at about a G, man, once you get all that done, man. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't have a G sitting around that I could just spend on podcasts, you know? Um, I got probably a G sitting around for emergency in my family, but I don't think I can convince my wife to that this microphone is an emergency for the family so the microphone that i suggest everybody get um is the audio uh um i see audio technica it's um the model is atr 2100 it's a usb mic Um, it hits directly to your laptop it also comes with xlr cable uh, which is dope that it comes with that um but it's a usb mic um, it's on Amazon for about 65 bucks can't beat that price I mean for what it gives you you know a lot of people talk about how good my audio sounds um, what it gives you is amazing it's, a, it's what we call a dynamic mic what that means is the the that it does not pick up the sound around it it has like a focal point where it receives sound and so that means I can take this mic into a room and if people are behind not in front of the, the receiver part, but behind the receiver, it won't pick them up as much. Another go-to mic for a lot of people that like the podcast is the uh, Yeti, the Blue Yeti. Um, and I've had two of those. <laughs> the thing about the Blue Yeti, it's a great mic. It looks good, uh, but you, in order for it to really um, give you good, good sound, you have to be in a room that's treated or a room that doesn't have an echo. Um, and that's why early bar, bar stages. When I was started at the bar, the early stages, I used to record in my walk-in closet. Um, those that have a blue yeti that's trying to get that best sound, a walk-in closet is just like a studio booth. The clothes around you will dampen the sound and um, and make make your audio sounds really good because it's not bouncing off of hard walls and things like that. So yeah those are a couple of hacks for you guys (laughs) um but yeah i love this uh audio technica like i said it's the atr uh, 2100 they have other models like the 2200 um which you know it probably a really good mic as well i just i really like this one um because it kind of looks like a regular um uh what do they call those i can't think of it like a, a uh I mean, it's it just like a regular mic that be at church. You know, it's not, it don't look like a podcast or a broadcast mic. Um, and so I really like this mic. It works really, really good. Uh, like it says, USB. And uh, yeah, so we got it. We're in here. We're sounding good. Um, had a great weekend. Uh, last time we talked, I was headed to uh, get fishing with the family and um, had quite a few cousins and aunts. And Uncles show up. Well, there was some that were already there, and um, caught a couple of brim. Um, those that know what brim are, or bluegill, or sunfish it just depends on where you're from. Um, but we call them brim, they're the freshwater kind of flat looking fish. Uh, they love to bite crickets and worms and things like that. Um, they get pretty good size, especially the one with the dot on the side. Those are called shell crackers those get pretty good size good and thick and a lot of people like to eat those um but yeah we caught quite a few brim um i, I am i love to fish fishing is something i love to do especially freshwater fishing bass fishing to be exact uh, i used to do it every day like all the time had the big bag with the baits and the rods and uh me and my cousin daryl man we used to fish so 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 much and um and just life, man, life and kids, it's just, it's just hard to, to get away on a Saturday for long periods of time, man, without feeling bad for leaving my wife. <laughs> you know, anytime I leave, I just I feel terrible, you know, because I know it takes a lot uh, with those two girls. Um, and, um, you know, because I'm actually traveling not next month, but a month after, after next. And it's going to be tough, you know, to be away. But it is what it is. Yeah, so I love the fish. Um put my nephews, got two nephews, big one, little one, <laughs> and, um, you know, I would, uh, you know, throw the, the barber hook and worm out there, you know, let a brim, you know, pull the, pull the barber down, set the hook, and I hand the, the rod to my nephew so he can reel it in you know did that a couple of times and every time nobody would be looking when i do it i set it all up and then I, when he start reeling it in i get my phone i was like oh look at the look at him good job you know so everybody think he's out here killing and then you know i went to help the bigger nephew and while i'm doing that the little nephew surprised me i mean he had a little zebco uh i don't think it was a 33 i don't remember what the model was but a little zebco push button joint and he ran back and let it go perfect. The thing went out there perfect. Hit the water. As soon as it hit the water, he clicked it one time. Then the barber went down and he started reeling. And man, he had caught his own fish. I mean that was that was great to see. Um great to see him do it on his own. I think he Kyrie is seven or eight. I c I don't remember. Um but he's he's a young fella. I know he's not like ten or eleven, so that was really good. That warmed my heart. <laughs> Oh, excuse me, sorry, Virgil. <laughs> but that won that warmed my heart to see him do that. And then I kind of did the same thing with my bigger nephew, and um, you know, then he actually figured out the you know the timing, man, because that's what it really is when you're brown fishing, you know, because a lot of times you got a worm and they just tapping at it, especially the little ones. They like to tap at it. The barber go, you know, those that fish know what I'm talking about. But a barber just kind of go down real quick and come back up, go down and come back up. That's just them kind of pecking at. It. At the worm, but you know, with a bigger one come, he'll grab it and, and go, and then the barber kinda go down and stay down, and that's when you gotta set the hook, pull the rod up, so that it, you know, the the um the hook get caught in their jaw. You know, a lot of times my nephew once he actually the older nephew once he figured out how to do it, he was actually letting it go down too long and the hook would go way down in the in the Bram's mouth. Uh and I was joking, I was like, man, he about to digest The hook, uh, those that know that, you know, that's a pain trying to get that hook out of a brim, small, small mouth with maybe some pliers or something like that. So that was, that was really fun. Then after that, we went, um, we had a fish fry, um, and we didn't fry the fish that we caught. They had other fish, (laughs) luckily, (laughs) but, uh, we had a fish fry, good turnout, you know, good, good fellowship. And after that went and hung out with my cousins, man, the, the guy cousins, um, these are guys that I grew up playing with as a kid, um, and I just enjoy the fellowship. You know, I enjoy, you know, talking to them, bringing up old stories and jokes, and, you know, it's it's fun to me, you know. Some people don't find no fun in that, but I really enjoy that, like, every time, bringing up the old, same, I mean, it's the same stories, but it's funny every time, um, and so uh, we, we went to the Orster Bar. Excuse me We just hung out, man And, you know Kicked back And then after the place closed, well, Then we was in the parking lot For about an hour and a half Two hours Just still Standing in a circle And telling jokes And Having a good time, man That right there That is what For me, that's what it's all about Man, that time That fellowship With those guys Those guys are uh, Near and dear A lot of them stay in North Carolina Um uh, Robbie does not, my uh, cousin that was my best man at my wedding. He's actually moving to D.C. He's uh, in the Navy and uh, been in there for years, man. Golly, I guess over 20 years. Um, but, yeah, so we we had a really good time. And then Saturday was the actual fair reunion. Awesome time, you know. It wasn't too hot. Um, I did play some volleyball, man. So I played some volleyball. And um, it's so funny, man, because the, the men in my dad's family, cause there's a lot of them, you know, I told you, it's 15 total kids, uh, I think it was about seven boys, but the men, man, they, they, they love, I mean, I love them, but good grief, boy, they will give you a hard time over anything, you know, um, it's funny, as a kid, you know, you can't say nothing, now I'm a little older, I I, I kind of, you know, make little smart comments, but um, you know it's uh it's funny to me because like you know you be playing and volleyball you know nobody like an expert at volleyball you know even though none of those guys even though they would want you to think they were but nobody's really an expert and so you know you you know you get a volley you know and a lot of times you lean on your athleticism that's what I do you know to make plays and and, um, and, you know, I made plays, good plays here, you know, maybe a bad play there. Because, again, I'm not a professional volleyball player. I, I can jump. I'm quick. You know, just regular athletic stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I was on the front line and, and, you know, different people set me up. I was spiking it here and there. And, uh, you know, scoring, like just doing my thing. And then, like, a couple times where, you know, you have to kind of reach to get a ball or barely get it over the net, and it goes to the front row, and they kind of slam it back down on you. And then my dad was like, oh, boy, don't hit it to the front row. Don't hit it to the front row. And I'm like, dude, like, you don't see none of the good stuff I've been doing, you know. And then, like, one time I do this really, you know, back to the net, you know, the ball's up in the air, and I kind of slap it in a misdirection and score. And I look over there, he ain't even looking. Like, dude, like, I do good, you don't say a word, son But as soon as I mess up Ah, oh, boy, that front line, I told you don't know. <sighs> that, That's that's kind of a <laughs> That's kind of a trait amongst those brothers, man You know, but like I said, I love them I, I understand, I get it Some people can't take that kind of stuff um, For me, it actually makes me work harder It makes me play harder It makes me, you know, go harder um, That's just my, my makeup Some kids, it frustrates them you know, and, and that's why that's kind of a, I guess, a moral today, man, is uh, learning how to motivate people. Um, you know, some people are mo- can be motivated by being downgraded or being fussed at or something like that. And some, to some people, that, that's a major turnoff. Some people, they run run from that. You know, especially the newer generation, you know, um, because we, we're given those 10th place trophies. And so when somebody, you know, criticizes what they're doing or tell them it's not good enough, they don't know how to receive it because they've been praised for everything. Um, you know, that's not my, they actually try to start that in my generation because um, I remember playing this day y'all uh, <laughs> I was uh you know in sixth grade um you know you go to the awards show and my cousin Robert the one I told you that was my best man and one lives in DC like so he was like top of the class valedictorian super athlete you know so he had the English award, the math award, the science award, the social studies award, like he got all the awards. And then in the sports, you know, in football, he had MVP or best offensive. In basketball, he either had MVP or best offensive. And so he was in 8th grade, I was in 6th grade, and I was watching that like, wow, you know, I was aspiring to that, you know. I knew I couldn't get those uh academic awards. I you know, realistic, but I was going <laughs> to I was going to try to get those uh sports awards, man. You know, um, cause yeah, he did. He did everything. You know, and so my seventh grade year, you know, they did it. Um, you know, seventh grader still trying to kind of in my way. Um, didn't play football, so I didn't have a chance there. Um, and then basketball, uh, you know, I was still still developing. I mean, I was a starter. You know, that's one thing I can brag about. I've never. And any team had to come off the bench. So I was a starter. um, But still a lot of development left. So didn't get best offensive. We had this kid named Brian Lee that could just hit buckets. He had like 42 points in a middle school game. Yeah, think about that for a minute. So Brian Lee got MVP and best offensive. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I kind of knew. All right, so the next year is my year. And, you know, and I had a great sports year, you know. um, Led the team. In different categories in basketball, um, one of the best defensive players we had on the team in football. But this year is the year that they decided not to give those awards. They didn't want people to feel some kind of way. Uh, so no more MVP, no more uh, best offensive, best defensive, none of that, yo. Like they completely got rid of it, um, and I was I was crushed. And that was... And I think that was kind of the start of the whole, you know, fifth place trophies. You know, the trophy for participating. You know, um, this was... Man, it had to be like 90... Back up, back up. Let's see. 90, 90, probably about 94, 95 is when that happened. And, um, yeah. I never got my... Because I, I know I wasn't going to get MVP for basketball. Probably... Turnell Robinson probably would have got MVP for basketball. He was, he was our best player, best offensive, uh, probably, who probably Todd, Todd McLaurin probably got the best offensive and then, but best defensive, um, definitely me. Um, uh, because that's something I pride myself in, in basketball was defense. And, uh, we, there was this kid, uh, name, um, What was his name? Justin. Dang, what was Justin's name? So, the first time we played uh, Union. It was Union. My mom's uh, old old school. My mom went to Union. My dad went to Hobden. First time we played Union, Justin had like 22 points. Like, he killed us by himself. So, the next game, Coach let me guard him. And we ran kind of like a boxing one. And... By the end of the night, Justin only had, I think it was two or three points. Um, and those were like free throws. Like, I was able to, like, just lock them down, um, you know, because that, that was my thing, you know. So that happened. Then there was this kid named Bradley Blue. Bradley Blue played for Midway. Bradley Blue was, like, Anthony Hardaway reincarnating. I mean, he was just, like, get he could get buckets. First game he played us, I think he had like 20, sheesh, I think Bradley had like 26, 27. He killed us. And then the set, the next game, we were in a box of one, and I was on him. And then he only had 15. You know, I know that's still a lot, but it's not 27. And then we played them in the championship because we had to play them three times. Then in the championship game, coach didn't put me on him he put eric butler on him you know and eric butler's a pretty decent um you know athlete the thing is is you know even though i could play d bradley was a little like a lot taller so that's why i got the 15 so we put eric on him eric was a little bit taller than me at the time but he ended up with like i think he had like 34 or something <laughs> so he killed so Basketball, I would have definitely got defensive player. Football, same thing. I would have got defensive player if they would have had to, because I played corner, and you know I had a lot of tackles, a lot of pursuit tackles, um, and that was kind of my thing. So missed out on those, um, but I was able to get some um, some awards in high school. Um, you know, uh, all conference, honorable mention a couple of times. Cause I had to play varsity. Uh, like pretty much all my high school years I had to play varsity football because our upper class didn't have a lot of people so they moved a lot of us up um so yeah that's a little me a little reminiscing about uh (laughs) about the whole you know uh I don't even know how I got here y'all oh how did I get here I have no idea I don't know y'all that is definitely a rabbit hole rant that I got lost in but more of the story. <laughs> oh, we was talking about how to, uh, criticize or not criticize or how to conduct it with your kids. Um, so just, just understand how they work, you know, understand, you know, uh, if they respond well to, you know, anger or yelling, you know, continue no, I'm just kidding, but no, just, uh. I, I liken it to even with me working with people, you know, I learn, I understand I understand what motivates people and, and what helps them move and whatever. And I use that to my to my advantage, not to manipulate, but to uh, get work done. You know, if I know this will motivate you, if I know if I say it like this, opposed to saying it like that, you will do it. You know, that's just something I learned in management. So just be mindful of that, y'all. So I know I've been going, man, it's about to be 20 minutes, man. So I'm just trying to make up for all the short stuff I gave y'all last week in the last couple weeks, you know, not holding it down. So we're going to get back in here. We're holding it down. Six o'clock long going off. And with that being said, I'm out of here. God bless y'all. Talk to you tomorrow. Peace.